We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing, man? I feel like it's been a, a hot minute. We're back for another Stick Talk podcast. want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors and everybody who helps these things come together. This morning, I woke up, lads, to my mom calling me, telling me Pelé passed away. That's, that's, that's how I woke up. That's how I woke up, man. That's how your boy woke up today, to my mama calling me and telling me Pelé passed away. Yo, um, my, my ear, the, 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 head, the, the, the microphone is different. The hopefully it sounds good. Let me know if it sounds good. The camera's different. The setup's a little bit different, but the boy wanted to get a podcast. I want to talk to y'all about Arsenal. Are they real? I want to talk about United and their pool. Do they got pool? Is the pool over? And I want to talk about uh I want to talk about uh uh the the, the great the great Pele, man. Um I've been seeing so many clips going around the internet. And I and we got to talk about it, yo. Do do y'all think that Pele was maybe as good as Messi, but we don't know because we didn't see. Because I've been seeing clips, right? I've been seeing clips going around the internet, right? And um, uh, listen, I've been seeing. Listen to what I'm saying. Hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not bringing it up because he passed away. I'm talking to you like legit. I've been seeing clips going around the internet. And again, I, I wasn't old enough to watch Pele, but I have a great story to tell you guys about Pele. And I got awesome things I want to show y'all. So here's the big thing, right? Here's the big thing. I've been seeing clips going around the internet of Pele doing the exact same moves that Don did, the exact same move Ronaldo chopped Cristiano. We call it the Ronaldo chop, and Cristiano Ronaldo's out here doing it. Pele was doing it. The moves Neymar was doing, Pele was doing. The 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 the, the La Corqueta that my boy Iniesta used to spam, pretty much, Pele was doing it. You guys get what I'm saying? Like, bros, like, we're not old enough, right? At least most of us watching or listening right now probably aren't old enough. But you think he was that guy? I, I'm being serious. Y'all think Pele was that guy and we just don't know? Cause maybe Pele was that guy, bro, and and he was doing all these things, um, and maybe he was, bro. Maybe Messi is this time's Pele, and and you guys get what I'm saying. And like, we're not talking no farmer leagues or this or that or that or this. Like, when you really look at it, because I'm gonna be honest, I've also seen other clips where Pele's been getting destroyed, and I'm not saying these things because Pele passed away, but I've been seeing clips where people, because you have to remember, Pele played in a time where, you know racism was a big thing still right boys can, can i like for all the people listening live give me a w but Pele played during a time where like you know he it, we were going through the you know the the whole thing of everyone coming together you know what i'm saying so you know 
Pele got destroyed on the field, bro. People were running into him, smacking into him, you know, because as you guys know, Pele, Pele was was uh, Pele was black, you know, and we played during a time where, you know, finally, you know, white people and black people finally started coming together. Can we get a W for that? I don't know how racism was ever a thing, but you guys know, or like just, you know, just people, you know, and, and he played during a very, very hard time, man. So um, big ups to my boy Pele, man. RIP to him. Um, yeah, I was laying in bed, so I'm visiting family right now. Holidays were amazing. Wait, first of all, uh, yo, how, 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 how was y'all's holidays? So for everyone listening on podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, make sure to rate us, make sure to, you know, give us love, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be talking to my live audience a lot, and when I talk about one of them, I'll make sure to use their name so you guys know who I'm talking about, but, um, yeah, man, there's a lot I want to talk about. My mom woke me up on phone rings early in the morning, um, you know what I'm saying, because I'm in the West Coast, I pick up the phone, boom, hello, and my mom's like, hey, honey, and I'm like, hey, and she's like, Pelé passed. And that was like so like, I don't know, man. There's a few that have kind of really hit me, boys. I don't know why this one really affected me, but Muhammad Ali. Did anybody else get affected by Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali really hurt me and Pele really hurt me. I don't know why Muhammad Ali hit me so hard, but he did. Muhammad Ali, Kobe hit me hard. Muhammad Ali and, um, and Pele, those really hit home, bro. I don't know. I don't know why everyone's saying Kobe. The Maradona one, I felt awful, but it wasn't like for me. The 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 the, the big ones was. I think I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I I'm a huge football fan, but I think Muhammad Ali hit me the most, and I don't know why because I never even saw Muhammad Ali box. I don't know why Muhammad Ali hit me so hard, yo. That one hit me so hard. After Muhammad Ali, it was probably Azebu, then Kobe, and then um. And then Pele, man, that was tough, man. It's tough ones, man. It's real, real tough, man. Um, but the the Pele one, we kind of saw coming. Don't you guys agree? We saw it coming since the beginning of the World Cup. They started talking a lot um, about it. But guys, I got some gifts. The people listening, you guys are not going to be able to see them. But um, I'm going to kind of try to explain them as great as possible. Because listen, we're going to talk about Arsenal. Are they real? We're going to talk about Manchester United and their pool. I put a tweet out and I said that Manchester United doesn't have the same pool they used to. And I got abuse, boys. I got hate. Do you guys agree or disagree when I say this? Manchester United does not have the same pool they used to have. I got so much hate from random people on, on Twitter. They don't even follow me, bro. Manchester United fans started finding me and they were going ham on me, bro. They said, how can we not have pool when we just signed Varane, Casemiro, and Cristiano Ronaldo? They started going in on me. Like I've never seen before, bro. They were super, super mad at me. It was ridiculous. But look, before we do that, this is what I'm going to do really quickly. I'm going to play a quick, quick little thing from our, our amazing, amazing, amazing sponsors of today's episode. I'm going to play that. Then I'm going to come back. I'm going to show you guys my Christmas gifts. And then I'm going to tell you the story about Ray's father and Pele. You guys will not even believe this story. It's crazy. So I'm going to run this real quick. Everybody spam a W in the chat real quick, man. For everybody watching uh, the live, spam a W. Let me run this real quick. We'll be right back. Two seconds. I promise you these gifts. I'm going to show you are amazing. I'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV. But not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill. That's why I cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and Discovery. Now y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our TV set up and starting to watch our shows was super, super easy with Philo. Speaking of shows, never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts 
commitments, or hassle. Philo allows multiple profiles, multiple streams. Everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Never fight on who gets to pick what to watch. Easy to use and super easy to sign up. Watch from your phone, your laptop, your TV, your Roku TV, your Fire Stick, Apple TV, Samsung or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money, for less hassle, and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O.tv. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. Philo, thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. You guys are absolutely amazing, and I appreciate y'all so much. Guys, I'm holding a ball in my hand right now, and... um. This ball is so special to Ray's family. Now I'm going to explain it. Um, It's actually coming home with us back to Texas when we go home. Um, But if you guys don't know, my my wife is half Mexican and half Italian and and a lot of other things. Um, But this Paul right here, it says, to Hugo, best wishes, Pele. Now, let me explain the story. Ray's father's name was Hugo. And um, during the 96, what, what was the World Cup in the U.S., boys? 96 or 94? Um, during, I think it was 94, right? 94 was the World Cup. 94 World Cup. Ray's father drove Pele around for the entire World Cup. He was his limo driver for the entire World Cup. 94 World Cup. So there's a signed pitcher in my D.C. house of Pele. There's a signed ball. There's three other signed balls in their family. Um... And it's funny because I was with Ray's um, Mexican side of her family this this uh, Christmas and we were chilling and they were telling us the story because I've never really known the story. But he worked for a company driving limos and nobody really, no one really knew Pele like that. And he was like, I'll drive him. But he acted like he didn't really care, but he was a huge fan. And um, then he got to meet Pele. Pele gave him his personal numbers, lads, and said, whenever you come to Brazil, you call this number. And I will take you around Brazil and show you places. Her father's one goal, unfortunately, her father passed away now, but his one goal was to learn Portuguese. He was a massive Pelé fanboys, and um, he wanted to learn Portuguese. And, and I, I, unfortunately, never got to sit down and really speak to him about Pelé because he, he was ill. Um, but yeah, man, this ball I'm holding is signed to Ray's father from Pelé. Crazy story, right, boys? Isn't that mad? Unbelievable story, man. But um, yes, I'm holding a ball all the way back from 1994. Um, first of all, do you guys, you guys can't see it if you're listening. Do you guys like this ball, yes or no? I, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it says FIFA approved on it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of these old school balls. It's cool, but I don't know. This one's kind of a little bit too much, but it feels incredible. Like the leather on it's wild. W ball, unbelievable. So um, before Pele passed away today, Ray was with her brother because obviously it's her and her brother and um, said, can I, can I take dad's ball home with me? And because her brother has one. Um, signed to him. It says to Anthony from Pele. Nuts. Because um, the dad got one for the kids, you know? Um, and and, and uh, her brother said, yeah, so this is coming back to Texas with us and it'll probably be in the back of Ray's setup. The next thing I want to show you, this thing, it doesn't really have a story to it, but it's it's pretty cool. So for Christmas, Ray got me this massive Pele signed jersey. You guys saw it, right? You guys saw it. It's in the setup in the back. Massive, massive Pele. Um, so I bought Ray... Um, uh, a purse her whole life she's wanted a Louis Vuitton so I bought her a Louis Vuitton right boys and then I get um you know to the west coast for Christmas and she got me another gift we were only supposed to do one gift but she got me this ball and what this ball is is a FIFA uh World Cup 2022 
Cristiano Ronaldo signed ball. His final World Cup. And it's a signed ball. I haven't even taken it out of the plastic. I'm trying to find it. It came with all the verifications. I'm trying to find the signature, boys. Hold on. The signature disappeared. I'm going to find it. Hold on. I can't find it. I, I, I shake holding it, boys. I legitimately shake when I'm holding it um, because it's just incredible. I legit can't find it, man. Um, I can't find this. Oh, there it is. All right. Look right there, man. Signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Y'all can see it, right? Signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, 2022 final World Cup ball. So his final World Cup, she got a signed ball. How crazy is that? So she got me a Pele signed shirt, a Cristiano Ronaldo signed ball, and um, and then we're taking the Pele one back. So it's just unbelievable, man. That's there's no real story behind it. Um, but yeah, we got a Cristiano Ronaldo signed ball. So um, there's one thing I'm gonna do, and the last thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get something signed from Messi from this World Cup. W or L, boys. I have to have one signed thing because. What I'm going to do is put the ball in a frame in my setup behind me, and then I have the Pele, and on the other side, I need something signed for Messi. So I'm going to look around, see if I can find, find something from him, whether it's a jersey, a ball. Um, should I get a ball? Should I have one ball from Messi and one ball from Ronaldo on each side, and then the Pele in the middle? I think that might be the move. A ball each, one Pele, one Messi, and um, kind of rock out like that. I think that would be the move, man. The three goats just right there, you know what I'm saying? The three goats... That for me, um, you know, just just the Pele is crazy, man. I hear so many stories. You know what's crazy, boys, is like, okay, so um, when you guys go to like your Thea's house, your aunt's house, your uncle's house, or people older, do they talk about Maradona and Pele a lot? Because every time I'm around older people, they speak of Pele in such a way. Like we speak of Messi and Ronaldo. That's how they speak of Pele. Just Maradona for you guys, really. For us, it's for me, every time I go like around race family, I always like, oh, Pele, 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 Pele. They love Pele, bro. So... I don't know, man. It's it's uh, only Maradona for you. Okay. So only Maradona. Yeah, man. So that's my awesome Pelé story. Um, this is the story that we all... Can I get W spam? We all agree on this story. And now this is when the fighting begins. This is the fighting part of the podcast. We got to talk about Manchester United. And anytime we talk about Manchester United, uh, things turn sour very quickly. We probably should talk a little bit about FIFA. All right, let's do that. Uh, FIFA 22 video game. All right, man. Thanks for listening to that part of the podcast. I really appreciate you, and I hope you enjoyed that part of the gaming. <laughs> no, 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 guys, 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 guys. That, that was that was uh, 23, FIFA 23. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, FIFA 23, I don't know. Well, you guys like Winter Wild? Do you guys like the promo? I like the promo. Some cool cards. I, I like it. I'm getting really lucky on my RTG. Every day I pack something good. But the promo, the Winter Wild's a good promo. So once again, EA Sports has gotten Winter Wild right. It's 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 always the best promo. It's a decent promo. Um, but I wish they would just learn how to do every promo like like Winter Wild. And I'm definitely on, on the red list. So we'll get back and talk about FIFA some more. So where do you guys want to start? Manchester United or Arsenal? Y'all y'all let me know. And we can also speak on Holland um, in a minute. And also Darwin. I have a lot of football talk I want to hit y'all with. I haven't streamed for a couple days. We haven't done a podcast. Um, we'll start with Arsenal. Okay, Arsenal top of the table what are we what, what what's arsenal clear what's arsenal clear of of, of city five points i want to say it's five points uh i i, I want to say it's five points and anybody who drops gifted subs during the podcast you know i love you guys so much man um arsenal's five points of manchester united of manchester city excuse me um i'm gonna be honest with y'all lads uh can they win it all um they gotta buy they gotta buy they have to buy they're guys they're in such a good place to win this league but they have to buy because I'm going to tell you what, man, 
Man City is not going to slow down because Holland's not going to slow down. And if Holland gets injured, do you guys see how good Alvarez... Now we know everyone knows how good Alvarez is, right? Can we all agree on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you have Alvarez? Because I got him at a 7 on a scale of 1 to 10. I got him at a 7. As a number 9, as a striker, I got him as a 7, maybe an 8. Okay, I need, I'm going to say a 7 because I, I need more game time than just the World Cup. I need a little bit more game time in Europe. Does that make sense? I need to see him in Europe more. Um, but I got him at seven, eight. Okay. And, and I think that if Holland gets hurt, you have uh, Gabriel, you have, you have uh, Alvarez, right. And, um, and, um, and I think Arsenal will be in trouble, dude. I think Arsenal needs somebody. And I don't know if Juan Felix is the answer. Is there a nine that you would buy right now? If you were Arsenal, a nine around the world that, you know, can step in, score you goals and help you push, um, for a title. I I don't know if there's one, you got to be smart about it, bro. You got to be smart about it because Juan Felix is not really a nine. He's more of like a caca or or something like that. And now I've seen Simeone say that he doesn't want to let go of Felix. Now Simeone says, oh, if he plays the way he played at the World Cup, we could really use him. Now, see, this for me is a bad manager. I know we're jumping around a little bit, but how does Simeone not know that he could do that? Do you guys agree or disagree? W or L take? Like, how do you say, like, oh, if we see what we saw from the World Cup, we could use him? Bro, you've been training him for a year now. How long? A year and a half? Year? Two years? How do you not know that's what he can do? That's a bad manager, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. But um, personally, if I was Arsenal, this is coming from the bottom of my heart, I would stay away from Cristiano Ronaldo. I would stay away from Cristiano Ronaldo. And I'm going to tell you why I would stay away from Cristiano Ronaldo. It's not because Ronaldo is a problem or Ronaldo is washed or Ronaldo this or Ronaldo that. See, because right now, if Arsenal don't win the league and get second place, it's a successful season. We all turn to each other and say, that was a W of a season. If they sign Cristiano Ronaldo, it's a they're giving the people a different image. You guys agree or disagree here? Now you sign Cristiano, you're saying you want to win now. You're saying this is a must-win season. And if you don't win the league, then that's when controversy can start with the young people because you brought in Ronaldo and he can start messing up the chemistry of what the team is and what Arteta's building. So for me, I say you stay away from Cristiano Ronaldo and you continue to build with the kids and you hopefully get top three. And if, if, and, and, and if you can, you win the league. But I just think bringing in Ronaldo sends a wrong image to the kids. W or L take. Because Arsenal does have a lot of kids, boys. And I think that having these young players and bringing in someone like Cristiano is a little bit, I think it's a little bit of a, it's, it's a different image you're sending out. If I was them personally, I would chase Juan Felix. Um, I would maybe get someone like, you guys are going to laugh at me when I say it, Isco. I would sign Isco for free. As a rotational player, he's not going to get a lot of minutes, but he's going to get like 15 minutes at the end of games maybe that's just come in with a veteran presence, played a lot of football, kind of knows how to hold the ball. I think I would go with somebody like that. He's free. You're not going to use him often. He's just a body, right? He's just a body. Not everyone has to be, oh, Isco signed. Wait, where did Isco sign? Someone said Isco already signed. I didn't know he signed already. I did not know he signed already. Um, cause Isco got cut from what Sevilla, correct? Um, someone said he's already gone. He signed. Okay. So he signed. If he signed, that's different. He's gone already. All right. So if he signed, he signed. Um, Gonzalo Ramos is a nine that you can get from Manchester, from Befica, but you're going to pay a lot of money for him. Um, I don't know, man. It's tough. I don't really see a lot of names for Arsenal to go and get boys. Um, one guy, I think 
Ooh, I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of hate for this one, but um, would you sign Tammy if you're Arsenal? Do you say, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and sign Tammy from Roma. We're gonna try to negotiate this young English player. He's young. He's still developing as well. I wonder if that could be a move that could help them. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking around the league and I'm thinking to myself, who do you sign? Because they need depth. They need a lot of depth. Maybe somebody in the middle, a couple players up top, just a little bit of depth to kind of help the, help the team out, you know, get through this stage. But I will say something, man. I was an Arteta hater. You know, if you're watching the live, put a one if you know this. For everyone listening, Spotify, Apple Music, listen to me, boys. I was an Arteta hater. I thought he was not the guy. And I got to say that he has transformed Arsenal into a machine. And I think they're only going to get better. I think right now, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I think Arsenal has a chance of being a very, very dominant force for the next seven years if they play their cards right. I'm being serious with y'all, man. I think they are in a position that for the next seven years, if they play their cards right, they can be a very, very strong team in the Premier League as long as they, they continue to build on these young guys. And um, some of them will eventually leave. Some will stay. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I think they're in a really, really good place, man. I, I like where they're at. Um, I saw someone say that Chelsea uh, got Enzo. Um, I also heard today that Enzo, I think he wants to go. And 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 listen, when, when Benfica signed Enzo, I saw an interview early in his Benfica career where he said that obviously he did want to make it to a top, 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 top European team. Um but yeah, Chelsea's gonna have to pay 120 million. They're already saying that some teams are willing to give 130, 130 for Enzo. So listen, um, I know Ricosta, Ricosta's playing a dangerous game right now. I know we jumped around really quickly, but as a Benfica fan, let me tell y'all something, boys. If I got an offer of 120 million, I would sell him. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why I would sell him. He's a quality player. He's a, he's a top player. But if if this man plays the rest of the season at Benfica and rips an ACL, breaks an ankle, God forbid any of these things happen, you've just lost $130 million. You got to let him go, man. You have to let him go. If I was Ricosta, I'm a big Benfica guy, man. Look, man, the chance of us winning a World Cup is, I mean, winning a Champions League is very slim. Uh, I would personally uh, probably let him go for $120 million, but um, but yeah, man, what, what do I know, bro? I, I, would, I would personally let him go. I don't really think any player in the world is worth $100 million except for Mbappe. Um, I'm a person that's always said that. I don't believe that a player can live up to 100 million. Look at Darwin, right? Darwin has stats that are okay. I think he's played 11 games, scored five goals, two assists. That's not bad. But when you pay 100 million, that's bad. Y'all agree or disagree, right? 100 million is cool, but when you score, when you score, I don't know. Maybe Holland's worth 100 million, but he's so he's so he's so he's shown us that he's injury prone. So I'm, I don't know, man. And Holland wasn't 100 million. I think they got him for like 60. Is he worth 100? Probably the way he plays, yeah. But he gets hurt a lot. But guys, don't y'all think 100 million is too much for players? I, I'm just not a fan of it. I didn't like Juwan Felix. And I'm a Benfica fan, bro. I didn't like Juwan Felix leaving for 100 million. I don't like Enzo leaving for, I mean, I like Benfica getting the money. I just think it's very hard for a player to live up to that price tag. Because what would Darwin have to do, guys, to be worth 100 million? And I'm going to tell you something. If Darwin put away the chances that he's had, he'd probably have as many goals as Holland. He has had so many chances, so many chances, lads, um, and, and it just hasn't really hit. But listen, 
Let me say this real quick because a lot of people, look, I got a lot of abuse for this when I told people he's going to be serious next year. I'm going to tell you one more time, bro. I'm going to say it right now on Stick Talk, versus Stick Talk, bro. I'm saying it on the podcast. Listen to me very carefully. My Darwin's first year at Benfica was awful. I didn't know why Benfica bought him. I was mad. I wanted them to bench him. I hated that he played. He missed sitters all the time. He was greedy with the ball. The fans got on him. It got worse the more hate he got in the media. Um, and, and then somehow, some way, he went to like a therapist and all kinds of stuff like this. And then the second season, he went crazy. His second season in the league, he went crazy, scored a bunch of goals, and we sold him to Liverpool. I believe the same thing is going to happen with him at Liverpool. I think it's going to be a mediocre season this year, and I think next year he's going to go off. But I think they have to give him the time. And Klopp says he sees the talent. Anyways, we're not talking about them. It's time to talk about Manchester United. Oh, no. This is where it gets messed up, boys. Do we talk about Manchester United or no? I'm afraid, man, because, yes, they're playing good ball. Yes, they're playing good ball. I'm not going to lie to y'all. They're playing good ball. They're playing good ball. Okay, I'm not going to lie on, on, on 10 and be like they're not playing good ball. Um, who do they beat this, this weekend or this week, whatever you want to call it? It's boxing. It was boxing day or day after or something. Um, they beat like uh, Forrest. They beat Forrest. Um, they played good. Rashford's playing really well. Uh, um, but I said this, right? And this is my thing, bro. And this is where people get to seem to be really, really upset with me. As an old person, because I'm 61, I'm actually not, okay? You better, like, divide that, okay? I'm not that old, but people think I am. As an older person, seeing someone be linked to Manchester United for two months and then to do a U-turn and sign for pretty much the team that's one of the, their biggest competitions in England, or it used to be, right, guys? Liverpool, England was, like, what the fans used to fight about. Who's the biggest of England, who's the biggest, who's the baddest, is it Liverpool or is it United, this used to be the big fight, and Gapo was on a straight shot to Manchester United, and then he barbecued chicken, made a U-turn, and went to Liverpool, now, is that because Klopp is the man, is that because VVD convinced him, or is that because Manchester United has no pool, and I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all because I want to I tell y'all something. Everyone's going to say it's because of VVD. But then my next question to you is, the manager's from the Netherlands. Where's 10 from, lads? Is he not from the Netherlands? From the Netherlands. He's from the Netherlands? Am I tripping? He's from the Netherlands. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, they both got someone from the Netherlands. Um, they both they both got two, two players. They got two Dutch guys, right? Um... It, 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 you've seen what Ten has done with Ajax and, and players from the Netherlands, how he's developed them. So what happened? What went wrong? Was it the Ronaldo interview saying the facilities are not up to date? You think it was that? You think that had... You think that had... A lot of people are saying Manchester United never offered. What are y'all saying, boys? Are y'all really going to believe that? Is that what we're saying? Oh, Do you guys believe Manchester United never offered? Because everybody in the whole world was saying that this guy was going to Manchester United. Every single United fan was saying it. And now all of a sudden everyone's saying, and now everyone's saying they have no money. And they, So y'all think they just got no money? They got no money? All right, so my next question for you is this. If Manchester United has no money, why is there being reported that they've offered $100 million for Enzo and Benfica rejected it? 
I'm gonna ask you because everyone is telling me to do my research. For everyone listening on Apple Music, the 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 B4 days said do your research. Now I ask you to do your research. Why is everyone in all of Portugal and in Spain saying that Manchester United offered a hundred million for Enzo? Y'all think it's just cap? Y'all think that everything that is being reported about Manchester, it's just everyone's saying it's just cap. It's all just cap. All right, everyone's saying it's fake news. Beautiful. All right, so everyone is saying it's fake news. Okay, so Gapo was never linked with Manchester United. Enzo was never linked with Manchester United. I'm not sure. All right, then we don't got to talk about Manchester United. Can we get a W? Hey, big ups to 10 and what he's doing. I guess they're going to keep their team the same. Um, they're not in conversation with any of the big players. W spam for Manchester United, and good luck to them in the future, man. Um, I have nothing to say about them then, bro. If everyone is saying that all the rumors that have come out around the world are fake, then I, then I believe you. Everyone's saying that Gapo, Gapo was never going to United. Enzo was never going to United. Um, and, and yeah, man. Um, so we'll just move on, man. We'll move on from that one. Um, we never said that. Wait, that's what people are saying. People are saying that you guys were never linked with any of those players. So I don't want to talk about something on the podcast that doesn't make sense, right? I, I've read that Manchester United was heavily linked with Gapo. I've read that they were heavily linked with Enzo. Um, I, I've, I've heard that they were even interested big time in João Felix. But if you guys are saying they have no money, um, then... You know what I'm saying? Uh, then, um, then that's it. I don't really see how United don't have no money. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, someone said the Glazers are selling. So why would they sell? That comment comes from Alex. Or why would they spend money? And I would say this to you, Alex, because even though the Glazers are selling, the Glazers, from what I've know, they do nothing with football. W or L take, boys. Let let, let me give you like a little bit of back. So y'all told me to do my research. The Glazers never even met Cristiano Ronaldo. The Glazers don't involve themselves with the players. The team is being ran by people that run the football stuff, you know? Like in America, in American football, we call them general managers. Over there, they're being ran by the board. So the Glazers were never involved. So whatever the plan the board is still doing, they're still doing what they're doing. It's 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 their board. They're, that's still going to run the same. I'm pretty sure everything's running the same, even though the Glazers are selling. Everything is still going to be running the same. Now, maybe they don't want to spend money. Um, in my opinion, if that's the case, then I will give this opinion. And you guys can give me an L if you want. If Manchester United does not spend this January, they will not end in the top five. Listen, you guys can slay me. You guys can tell me I'm stupid. If Manchester United does not spend money in January, they will not end in the top five. Because eventually this form of Rashford will slow down. I'm not saying he's going to fall off. I'm just saying it will slow down. He's in great form right now. When that slows down, who's going to get your goals, bro? Who's going to do everything for y'all? Because do y'all really believe Anthony Martial is that guy? Y'all been watching him play for Manchester United for years. I don't want to fight with y'all. I don't want to argue. But do you guys really believe that Anthony Martial is going to be the guy that takes you into the top four, top three? Is he going to get you there? And also, um, you know, I've been sitting back. I've been watching videos. Now Manchester United fans sing... Viva Garnacho, Viva Garnacho. When I seen this video, I turned my phone off for the day. 
I thought I had enough social media and um and I thought to myself, wow, wow, United fans in the stadium are now singing Viva Garnacho. If you guys are not hip to Manchester United, it used to be Viva Ronaldo. Viva Ronaldo. But now it's changed, lads. Now it's Viva Garnacho. Man, listen. Um Big ups to Manchester United, man. I don't want to say nothing negative. You guys know the team I like in Manchester. Uh, the team I like in England's Manchester. It's a team I've always liked. I don't support them because if I supported them, I would have to hate Liverpool, which I don't. I would have to hate other teams, which I don't. I just really like Manchester United because I grew up watching them. And me personally right now, you guys can say whatever you want. This Manchester United is not even... Uh, this, this. I want to say it this way. This Manchester United can't even wear... The shin, the, the shin pads, okay? The shin guards of the old Manchester United. I'm not even going to say the boots. I'm just going to say it like this. You guys can take it however you want. You guys can give me an L and tell me I'm stupid. This Manchester United can't even win the, wear the shin guards of the old Manchester United. Because when the old Manchester United was linked with a the player, they probably got that player. That's just the truth. I'm not going to give you a lie and make up something. When they were linked with somebody, they got somebody they really wanted. You know what I'm saying? It didn't make a U-turn and go to Liverpool. Now, everyone is saying that Gapo was never linked to Manchester United, and it was fake news. So I'm going to believe you guys on this one. And I'm also going to believe you that he's, they're not linked with Jerome Felix. And I'm also going to believe you guys that they're not linked with Enzo. And we're going to move on from Manchester United. Are we, are we good? Are we, are we good or no? Um, I don't know, man. I, I personally... Look, they're playing good football. You can't knock it. It's on the field. They're playing good. They look better. They, they, uh, they're playing good ball. They're playing good 10 ball. In my opinion, um, listen, I'll bring this up really quick. And again, this is another reason why I don't really like 10. Does Harry Maguire have a knock, yes or no? Because I, 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 I truly am asking you from the bottom of my heart. Does Harry Maguire have a knock? Yes or no? No. So who who played who played center back for who played center back? Oh, he was ill. Okay, people are saying he was sick. All right, all right, he was sick. Everyone's saying he was sick. All right, he was sick. Okay, he had a virus. Okay. All right, all right. Okay then. Look, you guys are do fair, fair point. Fair point, man. Hey, fair point. I personally want to sit back, see what 10 does. Um, I'm going to say it the same way I said for Arsenal. If Arsenal makes the right signings in January, they could win the league. If Manchester United does not make signings, where do you see them end, boys? If Manchester United does not make signings, where do you see them end? Um, top four? With no signings, top four. Okay, so Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle. So you guys think... Manchester United is better than Liverpool and Chelsea. Yes, you think they'll have a better run than Liverpool and Chelsea. And with Gapo coming in, y'all think that they're going to end. Because Newcastle, City, and Arsenal are chilling, right? You guys, you guys don't think Liverpool with Gapo can make that push up? What are you guys saying? Yes or no? Sixth or fifth? I got them ending, I got them ending fifth or sixth. I got them in the same place, fifth or sixth. A lot of people are saying Gapo is overrated. So that comes from Fernando, Fernando, Fernandinho. That's who said that in the chat for everybody listening. Um, Yuli says that Chelsea are dead. 
Um, I want to make a very bold prediction. And I want you guys to hear me out very care carefully. Are you ready for what I'm about to say? If Chelsea sign Enzo, they will be a top four team. And, and before you guys give me an L, let me give you my backstory to why I said that. Let me give you my backstory. Benfica, yes, had a dead season last season. One of the worst Benficas I've ever seen. They had no identity. They had no ball control. They had no way to get the ball forward. They were a dead team. Enzo came in and completely transformed us. We have not lost a game this season, and we have played against PSG and Juve, and we still haven't lost a game. I'd like to go one step forward. We step into the World Cup. Argentina lose their first game against Saudi Arabia. What changed? Alvarez steps in. Enzo steps in. What happens after that? Every single game Argentina played after that game, they dominated the midfield. Not only did they dominate the midfield, they never lost again. Argentina did not slip up once Enzo touched the field. It's facts. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you facts. Every team I've seen Enzo walk into, they have changed the midfield and has changed the team completely because he is a workhorse. The man runs like I've never seen before. He did it to Benfica and he did it to Argentina. And there is no difference here. It is literally the same. Okay, they won twice on penalties. That's fine. But those games, they were winning both those games. Enzo transforms midfields. And I'm telling you, if Enzo rock, walks into that Chelsea team with who they have already, guys, this, what do you guys say? Who's, who plays? Is Conte still going to play for them? Havertz? Who plays if Enzo walks in? What will their three be, right? Because Chelsea will probably sign a midfielder. Who knows? Maybe they sign Cristiano Ronaldo on a free. I don't think it's going to happen, but let's say they did, right? A lot of people are saying Conte's gone. Let's say Enzo walks in and... Um, does Enzo replace Conte? That, that's the problem. Enzo's not really a defensive mid. A lot of people think Enzo's a defensive mid, but he's, he's not really. See, for us at Benfica, we kind of play a 4-2-3-1 type thing, but Florentino is more of our defensive mid and Enzo's more of our box-to-box. -box. So I don't know, man. Also, Chelsea has Nkunku, but I don't know if he comes in January. It's interesting. I think if Enzo goes to Chelsea, I think it could be fantastic, boys. I think it's a great signing. Um, again, obviously we're about to, when you're listening to this podcast, we're about to, we're about to hit the January transfer window. Um, and it's, it's all, it's all heating up. It's juicy, man. Um, it's juicy. Um, there's a lot happening, but I could see Chelsea make moves if they get Enzo. Do they sign, do they sign, you think they sign Ronaldo or no for Chelsea? You think they sign? But I don't know. I don't think they do. If I had to put my money on Enzo going somewhere, I think it's going to be in the Premier League. Uh, that's what I truly believe. Um... One thing I will say, yeah, you guys say no to Ronaldo. Um, so he, here's what I do want to say. Um, everyone has told Enzo to stay at Benfica. What would you guys do, boys? Would you stay? If you were Enzo's age, you've been pretty much three months or four months in Europe. You've just joined Europe. You're having a great time at Benfica. You just won a World Cup. Would you stay or would you go? A lot of times when players leave too early, their career ends. Um, not ends, but it falls apart. I'll give you a couple examples. Um, I think Juan Felix left too early. He had a one year of success and they took him. Uh, Renato Sanchez had a couple months of success and they took him. Re guys, Renato Sanchez is the perfect example. 
He played for Benfica, had a crazy awesome year, won and won the Euro, and they bought him. Enzo played amazing at Benfica, won a World Cup, and if they buy him, I'm afraid, boys. I'm afraid that they're not ready yet. But you know what, dude? It's 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 not it's not my problem once they leave Benfica. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll see, dude. I um I'm excited for this Premier League. It's it's going it's going great, man. It's going great. If I was Benfica, I would accept 100 million for Enzo. But we'll see how that plays out. Um, I want to talk about one more thing in England, and then we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, we might come back to Manchester United, but uh, bold statement. Here we go. Uh. Holland is the best nine I've ever seen since R9. I said it. I don't regret it. He is the best in the box number nine, pure nine that I've seen since R9. I said it and I don't regret it. I said it and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I've never seen a better number nine in my whole, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. In the box as a pure number nine, for anyone who says CR7's name, I'm sorry, lads. He's not a pure number nine. CR7 was a winger and then turned into a nine later in his career. This kid is 22 years old. He's the fastest player to get to 20 goals. Um, he's the fastest player to get to 20 goals. He's built like a machine as a pure number nine. When I compare him to like the Lewandowski's, the Benzema's, Benzema's kind of a pure nine, but this, I'm, I'm going out on a limb, limb here when I say this. Um, I, I personally, man, I think this Holland kid is the best. I've never seen anyone start like this, bro. I think he's I think he's gonna be the best nine I've ever seen. Obviously, it's early um in a in a in a in a career. Have you ever seen anyone step into a Premier League like this? I just never seen it. And and you guys can name tap-ins or call penalties or whatever you want to call. You can call what you want to call. The difference is he scored 20 goals in 15 games. And I know a lot of people are bringing up Suarez. A lot of people are bringing up Suarez. Um, but as a pure number nine, I am, this Holland scares me, boys. I'm sorry, man. I'm, 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 I've, I've seen with three players, um, right? Uh, I, it was R9, Suarez, Liverpool Suarez, Liverpool Suarez. That one for me is the best Suarez. I know people are going to bring up what he did for Barca. Liverpool Suarez is the best Suarez I've ever seen. People are going to tell me, oh, he was better at Barcelona. But I'm going to say to you, I don't believe that because look at the team he had at Liverpool and look at how he almost won the league. Like, be honest, boys. Liverpool's team wasn't even that good. It was, it was an okay team. And this man almost took them to a trophy. And Liverpool's team wasn't even that good, bro. What he did for Barcelona, he was playing with prime Barcelona. There was Xavi, there was Iniesta, there was Messi, there was Neymar. Come on, man. What he did for Liverpool, that team was mid, and he almost won a trophy with them. A trophy they hadn't got in years. But how old was Suarez when he did that, bros? How old was he? Someone please tell me how old he was, because people seem to forget ages, right? You guys are comparing a peak Suarez to a baby Holland. Like, I need people to understand this. Like, this is the big thing that people are forgetting, right? 25, 26 years old at Liverpool. 25, 26. How old is Holland? 22? This man is a baby, dude. This man, like, guys, 22 years old. This is a baby. Like, this guy, this guy is a baby with one of the best managers in football managing him now. Like, in my opinion, boys, 
and, and, and listen, I see a lot of people saying th- it's a three years difference. Let me ask you a question, y'all. Do y'all think three years is a big difference in football? And if you say no, let me give you an example. Messi at 35 years old won a World Cup. Ronaldo at 38 years old got benched at a World Cup. For anyone that says two to three years is not a big deal, you have lost me. And I'll give you it one more time. At 35 years old, Messi won a World Cup. At 35 years old, Cristiano Ronaldo was a top goal scorer in U- at Juve and dominating records at 35 years old. Two years later, three years later, Ronaldo gets benched at a World Cup. Age is a big difference, bro. Like the way you learn to move around the box, the way you play, the way you, you develop, I think he's a baby. Have you ever seen anyone at this age step into the Premier League and look this dominant? Be honest with me, boys. Have you ever seen anyone in the Premier League step in and go, oh man, this guy is dominant. It's dude. As a nine, as a, as a pure number nine, it's scary, dude. It's scary. What about different leagues? Well, right now we're speaking on the Premier League. Have you seen anyone do this, bro? It's, it's man, it's a scary thing, dude. 15 games played, 20 goals. He's the fastest player to ever reach 20 goals as a, as a, um, as a, a whatchamacallit, as a striker. Or just as a player, I've never. They, they, he's the quickest player to get the twenty goals in fifteen. Um, I don't know, man. I the kid has a bright future. Personally, I think Mbappe's better. Thoughts? <laughs> I think Mbappe's a better player. I'm gonna get a lot of abuse for this one. I think Mbappe. If I was to buy a player right now, and you said, okay, you have the same money, two hundred million, you could buy Holland or buy Mbappe. I'm gonna buy Mbappe. Personally, I'm gonna take Mbappe, especially after what he did at the World Cup. Uh, Mbappe is an absolute stud. Can dribble, fast feet. Um, um, Mbappe is kind of like if Messi and Ronaldo had a baby, but the baby's not that great yet, but it's kind of like they had a baby. I can see like the same of both of them a little bit in, in, in each other. It's weird, bro. Like he can dribble, he can shoot well. Um, he's not afraid of moments. Like for example, to be able to take Messi and score three penalties in one game, that's like, that's the ice of Messi in his veins. Um, you know what I mean? It's just so much, man. I I I just I I see so much. So for me, it's Mbappe, and then it's Holland. But um, Holland looks incredible, man. I'm I'm all on board with Holland. He's a he's he's the he's the best striker I've seen at that age. Name a better striker at 22. I can name R9 at 22, and that's why I said he's the best nine I've seen since R9 because I can't name a better nine than I can't. He's the only one. A lot of people are telling me Thierry Henry, but I'm pretty sure Thierry Henry at 22 was playing the wing. Maybe I'm crazy. Am I crazy? Yo, real quick, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor once again. I want to play uh, for y'all for y'all can hear about our amazing sponsor today. While this happens, can you guys please spam uh, how how um, where Thierry Henry played at 22? Um, but I want to play this for you really quickly, man. Again, big shout out to our sponsor, man. Um, you guys are the reason the podcast goes on, and thank you guys so much um, for everything y'all do. So I want to play this for you guys really quickly, boys. Subs, uh, uh, subs if you need to. I mean, mods if you need to. Go into email only mode, man. Everyone listening, Apple Music, Spotify. Make sure to um, make sure to uh, like it, rate it if you enjoy the podcast. We're gonna be back on the Suarez and the, the Holland conversation in just a minute. But how old was Holland? I mean, R nine. Not hard. Thierry Henry. Excuse me. When um, 
when he was playing the nine position because I know he started on the wing, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, we'll be right back with a, with, a, with a quick message from our sponsors, man. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV. But not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill. That's why I cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and Discovery. Now y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our TV set up and starting to watch our shows was super, super easy with Philo. Speaking of shows, never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts, commitments, or hassle. Philo allows multiple profiles, multiple streams. Everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Never fight on who gets to pick what to watch. Easy to use and super easy to sign up. Watch from your phone, your laptop, your TV, your Roku TV, your Fire Stick, Apple TV, Samsung or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money, for less hassle and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O.tv. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. So listen, man. I got so much that I want to talk about in this podcast. It might run longer than usual. We got to go back to Manchester United in a minute because I got to read y'all something. But yeah, man, Thierry Henry was exciting in the Premier League and 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 all that. But as a pure number nine, I, I just I think Holland is the best thing I've seen as a nine. And and again, I've seen a lot of nines. And you guys know I think the uh, this is a, look for the one thing I want to tell you guys really quickly, boys, is this. And hear me out. And you guys can give me a W or no. I am a person that is very harsh on the new footballers. For example. Didier Drogba, Van Nistelrooy, all these guys, I always say they're better than the new generation. I always say it. I always say it. So me saying that Holland is the best thing I've seen since that generation is saying something because you guys know I always praise the old guys above the new guys. And I just see something very special in Holland, boys. Honestly, yesterday, man, in, in the last game that passed, because when you guys hear the podcast, it's going to be like a different time. Who did they play recently, boys? Who did Manchester United play over the, over the, um, the Christmas break? Um, or, you know, during the Christmas week or whatever you want to call it. I don't remember who they played. Um, but uh, who was it? They played Leeds. A pretty good team in Leeds, right? And um, Holland should have scored five or six goals yesterday. He walked away with two, but he should have had six or five goals. Just think about what I just said to you. Let's say he scored another three goals in that game, right? The dude would have had 23 goals in 15 games. That, my friends, in my opinion, is just remarkable, man. Absolutely insane. So big ups to City on picking up that guy. He's an unbelievable player. Um, we'll see how his career goes. I want to bring this back to your attention really quickly. Manchester United owners Glazers blocked the Gapo transfer deal despite 10 pushing. Thoughts, thoughts. Um, oof, man, this is a tough one for me because here's the thing, right? I believe that the Glazers, if they don't hurry up and sell the club, they're going to be the end of 10. I really mean that, bro. And I'm saying that like in a really, really, um, I say that in a real way because people are going to start feeling a certain way towards 10 when it's not his fault. W or L take, boys. For example, um, the 10 and Ronaldo situation went so sour because the Glazers wanted to keep Ronaldo to make money 
and 10 didn't want him. But 10 had to lie and say he wanted him because the Glazers wanted him. And it caused an ugly, ugly, ugly soap opera that didn't need to be there. Starts a real ugly thing around 10's career at Manchester United. Now you have fans getting excited because Gapo's coming in, 10 really wants it. The Glazers stop it. He might not end up signing anyone. And now all of a sudden, 10 has to come up and get a top four finish with the squad he has, which every team around him is going to get better. Supposedly, Enzo's going to Chelsea. Supposedly, Arsenal could get Juan Felix, or they could be getting some kid from the Ukraine. Does anybody know his name? There's a kid from the Ukraine that's really good, that everybody's after. They already offered the first one. It got rejected. But his name is like... I, I don't know. I don't want to mess it up. It's M-U-D-R-Y-K. He's from the Ukraine. This kid's supposed to be insane. He, they're linked to them. Every big team is linked to somebody. And then there's just... There's there's just Manchester United. That What are they going to do? Chelsea got Nkunku. Um, can anybody tell me if 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 uh, if uh, Liverpool, Liverpool got Gapo? Is Liverpool linked to anybody else? I know they're also linked to Enzo, but supposedly Chelsea's... Really, really going for Enzo. Um, boys, I'm telling you, man, it, it's it's not, it, it, 10, look, man, it's not looking good for 10, bro. You know what I mean? It, it's not looking, it's not looking good, man. Um, I'm scared for United. I'm scared for 10. And I'm scared for the situation that 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 is left. Now, the one thing I will say about Manchester United, and I've always said this, and for the people that have been watching me for a long time, you guys can give me a W, you can give me an L. This will be, over the next few years, it's going to be the best Bruno you've ever seen. Um, because the worst thing that happened to Bruno was Cristiano Ronaldo signing for Manchester United. I'm going to explain why. Before you guys give me abuse, I'm going to explain why. Bruno needs to be the star for him to be good. He was the star at Sporting. When he plays for Portugal, Ronaldo's not there, he's a star. There's something about Ronaldo, he, Bruno, he needs to be taking the free kicks, he needs to be taking the penalties, he needs to be on the ball. It needs to be him. For some reason, the team needs to rotate around Bruno. And it's not just Ronaldo, even when Erickson stepped in, it can get in the way of Bruno being Bruno. It's, I've watched a lot of Bruno when he was at Sporting Lads, it's just the way it works. He makes crazy runs where Ronaldo could have been getting in the way. Bruno needs to be free. I don't really know how to explain it. And I think you're going to see a really, really good Bruno now. Remember, before Ronaldo joined, a lot of us were talking about Bruno being as good as Kevin De Bruyne. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? Before Ronaldo joined, we were speaking on Bruno being as good. A lot of people were saying he's as good as Kevin De Bruyne, if not better than Kevin De Bruyne. Ronaldo joined and that all went away. And I think now that he's gone, I think it's going to come back um, because... You know, I, maybe he's a diva. Maybe he's not a diva. I don't personally know him like that. I don't know his character. I don't, I don't really care because he was at Spartan. But I do know that when he's the vocal point of an offense, um, he's very, very good. So I think you'll see a good Bruno. But I'm scared for Manchester United, boys. I, I'm in a place with Manchester United where I don't. They kind of seem like a small club. People have been giving me abuse on Twitter when I say they have no pool. But, man, I... The way the way things are moving with them, it just seems like a small club, kind of. Do you guys agree or disagree? And I know United fans are going to back United, and, and listen, I'm there with you, bro. But I, I just don't see, bro, like, come on, man. Like, they just keep missing out on players. They keep missing out on great players. I see every team around them getting better, right? And then I see them, the only pool they have. And look, people, please don't get mad at me when I say this. Because he is probably the best defensive mid in the Premier League. 
The only reason you got Casemiro is because he's close to retirement. I'm going to keep it a stack with you. The only reason you got Casemiro is because he's close to retirement and y'all paid a lot of money. Y'all paid a lot of money for a very old man. I'm not trying to be mean. He's probably the best defensive mid in the Premier League. He's probably the best defensive mid in the Premier League. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you about it. He's insane. But he's 30 years old, right? And how much did they pay for a 30-year-old? Someone tell me how much they paid for a 30-year-old, please. I need to know how much they paid for a 30-year-old. This is important. This is important because a lot of people are saying, how much did they pay for a 30-year-old, man? This is very important, man. 70 million, 80 million, 60 million, somewhere in there. 60, 70, or 80. 65 million people are saying. Lads, is 65 million old for a 30-year-old player? Yes or no? Keep it a full stack with me. Is 60 million good for a 30-year-old? Because you're pretty much getting him for about three seasons, I would imagine. A lot of people are saying yes. Wow. That's crazy. So you guys think 65 million for a 30-year-old and we haven't discussed his wages yet because he's probably one of the most paid in the Premier Leagues. Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? He might be one of the most paid players in the Premier League. Yes, he's quality, but is that worth 65 million? A lot of people are saying 30 years old isn't 30 years 30 years is 30 years old isn't old for a football player. I don't know what to say, lads. I'm gonna have to be honest with you on this one, man. I, I don't know what to say. Again, I'm not I'm being harsh on Manchester United because I like Manchester United. I'm being harsh because I like Manchester United, boys, you know? But I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are looking at Modric playing at 38 and Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Cristiano Ronaldo at 38 and Messi at 35. Um, From my experience, and I could be wrong, but from my experience, I don't remember that many Brazilians playing to a super old age. I don't. Thiago Silva's one of them. I'm trying to think of more. Tiago Silva. How old was Fernandinho? Fernandinho might have been old. Fernandinho was... Dani Alves. Oh, maybe there is a lot. Fernandinho, Dani Alves. Maybe there is a lot. Dingo played old. Yeah, Cafu. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a lot of Brazilians did make it old. I'm trying to think in the Premier League. Fernandinho played in the Premier League old as well. How, how, when, did, when, did Fernandinho, when did Fernandinho leave? The Premier League. Try and think in the Premier League. Brazilians. Fernandinho was definitely one of them. Uh, maybe they do go long. Yeah. Maybe Casemiro was a good investment, boys. I wouldn't give 65 for a 30-year-old. But, yo, it's new football. Again, I think 100 million is too much. So you guys can kind of go with whatever you want to take. Um... But personally, lads, in my opinion, I think it's I think it's a lot to pay that much for, um, you know, for 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 a thirty year old man. I think it's a lot of money. Uh, but again, he's the best defensive mid in the Premier League. That's for sure. He's helped Manchester United massively. 
um, in one of the goals. He got the interception. Bruno knocked the ball forward in one of their recent games. And for me, he's the best defensive mid. Um, but again, can you guys name a player that they have pulled recently that was without overpaying a good deal and worked out lovely? Um, Casemiro, I think, was a little bit of an overpay with a big wages. Varane was a great pool. And I don't even think he was that expensive. I think Varane was a great pool. Varane, for me, has been their best pool lately. Um, Martinez was a good pool, I think. I think that was a solid pool. Um, for me, that was a solid pool. 100%. Um, how do we feel about the Sancho move? Solid pool or no? Erickson was free, so that's not a... That's just a free deal. How do y'all feel about Sancho? W or L? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the Sancho... A lot of people are saying not yet. I don't really want to say Sancho's a flop yet, man. They did pay a lot for him. A lot of people are giving Sancho an L. I don't want to do that yet. I think Sancho still has, there's still hope for Sancho. There's still hope for Sancho. I think people are turning on him way too quickly, man. Um, I don't know, man. I personally, I just, I just, a lot of people think that, a lot of people have told me that um, Manchester United has great pool because they got Varane, Casemiro, and Ronaldo. First of all, the Ronaldo pool, the re- you guys signing Ronaldo now is only because you signed Ronaldo back then. W or L take. The only reason Ronaldo went back to Manchester United was because of what he had done for Manchester United. It wasn't like, oh, let me go to Manchester United. I've never been here. He came there for the fans. He came there at the end. That was that wasn't that was because of his history. So that wasn't you guys pulling. You guys definitely pulled Varane, and you guys definitely pulled Casemiro. Those two pools, I give you. Those two pools are 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 amazing pools. Um, the Martinez pool, I don't even know how much of that's on Manchester United. I think Martinez came because of 10, W or L take. Um, I don't know if that's on Manchester United. Like w- when I say pool, I mean a dude that has no relationship to your club in any way, shape or form just gets excited to come to your club, right? So Casemiro and Varane, those guys were people that had nothing to do with Manchester United and came to y'all, dub. Martinez came to you because of 10. Ronaldo came to you because of what he done there. You get what I'm saying? Who has the most pool in the Premier League? Uh, for me, it's Liverpool, right? Or is it City? Because Liverpool got Holland because of his dad. Again, there was a relationship there, right? They got Holland because of his dad. His dad played there. I'm trying to think who has the most pool. It might be Liverpool. They get, they pulled Thiago, Luis Diaz. Uh, you guys might not like it, but they pulled Darwin. Uh, they pulled Salah, VVD. There's a lot of pool there, man. There is a lot of pool there. But then you got City, Alvarez. They pulled Mane too, Liverpool did. It's a tough one here, man. Alisson. It's a tough one. Uh, City got João Cancelo. That's a great pool. Bernardo Silva. But did they overpay for these guys? That's another thing I don't know about City. Did City overpay? Because it's not just about pool, right? Did, you over, did they overpay? No, they didn't overpay? All right, then maybe it's City. Maybe City got the best pool. Rodri's a good pool. Bernardo Silva's a good pool. How many people have they missed on? A lot of no. Have they missed on a lot of people? I feel like they don't really miss. 
Or maybe they don't show us their misses. I feel like they don't miss. Because, look, here's the deal. I'm going to go out on a, on a limb and say this, and I'm going to get massive abuse. Man City did not miss on Jack. They overpaid on Jack, but they didn't miss. If they would have got Jack for like 50 million, he would have been a good pool. Everybody would have been like, he's solid. That's W. Gets a couple assists every now and again. It's a good player. The problem is the 100 million price tag we're talking about again. No player can live up to that unless you're in Boppy or Holland, bro. You can't live up to 100 million. It's impossible, yo. It's too much. It's too much, dude. It, 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 in my opinion, it's too much. It's too much money. It's, it's too much money. You can't live up to it. So it, how much should Jack have gone for? I think 45 million max. Maybe, okay, he's coming off of a remarkable season where he was playing. Where was he? Like Villa, right? He's playing incredible. 55, 60 million max because he was, he was raw. He was raw at his club, bro. He was an insane player. 50, 60 max. Yeah. 50, 60 max. But 100 was crazy, man. 100 was crazy. I don't like it, man. Um, if I had to go down the list of teams with pool right now, I'm going to go City 1, okay? Liverpool 2. Is that fair? Um, third place. A lot of people are not going to like what I say here. Arsenal. I got Arsenal over Chelsea. Let me explain why. They have pulled incredible young talent. They have pulled players like Gabriel, Gabriel Seuss, not like young talent, but Gabriel Seuss was a great pool. Odegaard was a great pool, but he was expensive, but a great pool. They've pulled some amazing players under people's eyes without really, like no one's really paying attention. And they pulled some awesome players without going crazy. And not. And here's another thing I'm going to say to you. They're not just chasing the big names, W or L take, right? Like anybody can know Nkunku's good because he dominated in his league. Anyone can know Holland is good because he dominated in his league, right? But these guys are pulling some... Gabriel Seuss was a backup at City, right? Odegaard, was he playing? Was Odegaard playing? Odegaard wasn't even playing like that when they snatched him up. I don't even think, I don't even think he was playing. So they're snatching up players that like, aren't really even playing like that um and uh and then he because he I think I think Odegaard played at like Sociedad maybe and then went on loan to Arsenal I don't really remember it but I don't know that's that's pretty good but I don't know is that pool though is that considered pool maybe that's not good maybe that's just good scouting maybe pool is when you sign the big big players damn wait what's the all right this podcast just got interesting what's the definition of pool is it when you pull big players Huh. Huh. Pool is when you pull big players. Yeah? So it's when you pull big players. Dom. Okay, damn. Um, Alright, y'all just made me change my whole list. Wow. Y'all just made me change my whole list. That's not cool. That's not cool. I'm disappointed in y'all, man. Y'all made me, y'all made me change my whole list. Um... Damn, so is Chelsea now all of a sudden up top? Because they pulled in Kunku. Y'all are not going to want to hear it, but they pulled Lukaku. Y'all don't want to hear that, but Lukaku was cooking when they pulled him. They kind of pulled him, and they was kind of cooking. Uh, 
They pulled Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva's a big name. They pulled Conte and Jorginho. Uh, yeah, but they signed Kepa. So Arsenal goes down like four. I mean, Chelsea goes down like fourth. Nah, boys. Nah, nah, nah. They signed Kepa. We dropping them. We dropping them. Chelsea got to go like fourth or fifth. They signed Kepa. We have y'all. Y'all are done. That's it. You guys out the conversation of pool, bro. Y'all signed Kepa. Sorry, man. Nah, nah, nah. There's no going back to that man was raw. Nah, nah, nah. There's no such thing as Kepa being raw, my boy. Nah, nah, nah. There's no such thing as Kepa being raw, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Chelsea, Liverpool. I mean, uh, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. I'll keep y'all there. Um, Man, where do I have United? Am I being harsh here? Do we have United fourth or no? Damn, this is tough, man. I don't even know where to take this. Are they fourth? Over the last like couple years, Newcastle might have more <laughs> Nah, maybe I'm being I'm being hard on United, man. I'm being hard on United. I'm being really hard, man. I don't want to do that. We can't be hard on United, boys. Um, I wish the best for Manchester United lads. We can move on from the Man United conversation. I just don't like their pool right now, bro. I don't think they're doing well. I don't know how Gapo doesn't go to them. Um I think it's going to end bad, boys. Listen to what I'm going to say to y'all. Y'all can give me an L if you want. This United cannot beat Barcelona. I, 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 I would put money on Barcelona. I'm not a gambling man, but if I was a gambling man, my money's on Barcelona. This United cannot beat Barcelona. I'm sorry. A healthy Barcelona, um, they're not beating them. And I'm going to tell you why. Martinez is going to get dunked on by Lewandowski. I love Martinez. He's a great center back. But if they start whipping the ball in, Lewandowski is about to dunk. Lewandowski is about to dunk on Martinez. It's going to be hard to stop him. Okay? Um, I don't want to speak on Dembele because that man's been... That man... that they, they asked me a question and they said, Skills, do you believe in ghosts? And, you know, I'm a religious man. I never really knew how to explain it. But after watching the World Cup, I just pointed at Dembele and I said, I told you ghosts exist. Um, so I don't want to talk about Dembele. All right, because that man is a ghost. Um, so I'm not really, I'm not talking about him. Okay, I'm not talking about Mr. Glassney's ghost, man. Um, on on the left side, who they got? Um, I don't want to talk about Rafinha neither, because that that guy low key a flop. People are gonna say no, but I heard they're ready to sell him already. Barcelona, man. I heard Barcelona's getting ready to sell him. That's crazy as well. I heard that. I don't know if he's a flop, but supposedly he's leaving. Um. So, yeah, man, there's a lot going on, you know? There, there's a lot going on there. But I still think that when Barcelona's healthy, I think Barcelona's better than United. But if United makes signings, they could beat Barca. The problem is, I think Gapo was the must. W or L take, boys. I think Gapo was a must. Because I'm going to say this with all due respect, lads. Anthony Martial is not a number nine for United. We can come back to this podcast in a few months and you guys can make fun of me. But we have seen over the years and we have seen enough of Anthony Martial to know that he is not the number nine to carry to carry Manchester United, right? So who's their nine? Because let's say Anthony's a winger, but they use him in the middle. Um, you know what I mean? So you don't have a nine. Gapo isn't a nine either, but he's probably going to score. He's probably going to score more than Anthony from what we've seen at Manchester United, right? Like, a lot of people are back on Anthony. Guys, this is the same guy that went on loan last year and failed. 
I don't know, man. You guys tell me what to at the chat. Listen, everybody, listen to the podcast. Uh, the chat gets very mad at me when we talk about Manchester United, and they get very mad about Anthony Martial. They get very mad about this guy. I don't know what it is, bro. But this Anthony Martial guy is like, they, they're. You ever heard the song? They're hot and they're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're out. That's Anthony Martial. And Manchester United fans, bro, I swear down, bro, they love this guy, man. One day he's hot, the next day he's cold, bro. Anthony Martial is not good enough to wear a Manchester United jersey. I'm sorry, boys. I've seen him for over the years. He's not. W or L take, boys. He needs to be sold, and they need to bring somebody else in. And if they can do that, you got something. Anthony on one side, Rashford on another side, and I say Anthony, the Brazilian Anthony, and then a nine. Now you got something. But with Anthony Martial up top, bro, y'all think y'all are going to go somewhere with him? I just don't see it. I just, guys, when you're in a tough game against Barcelona and you need a goal, who you turn into if Rashford doesn't show up? Be honest. When you, you need a goal, it's a must win game. You need one goal or you're going out of the Europa League on a Thursday night. You got to get a finish. Who you turn it? People are saying Bruno. So your midfield is going to save you. Your midfield is going to save you, bro. People are saying Bruno and Casemiro. Bro, stop hating. Come on. Bro, I'm not hating. I'm being a realist, boys. Guys, look around the league, bro. Holland at the nine. Gabriel Jesus at the nine. Uh, Who's Chelsea playing at the nine? Is it going to be in Kunku? Is he even a nine? What, 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 what is he, yo? What is he? What is he? What is he? They got Havertz at the nine. Bro, would you say Arsenal has the worst nine in all of the top six? Yes or no? Out of all everyone? No. Really? Who? Whoa. You guys don't think Chelsea has the worst nine? Who does? Wow. Really? Arsenal have Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, if he's not injured. Gabriel Jesus don't score. Wow. Harry Kane at Spurs. Gabriel Jesus at Arsenal. Havertz at Chelsea. Holland at City. Liverpool have Darwin Nunez. And I'm going to be honest with you, Darwin Nunez is better than Anthony Martial. In my opinion. In my opinion, man. Anyways, look, man, it is what it is. Um, I'm sorry, man. Darwin Nunez is better than Anthony Martial, bro. I don't even think it's close. I, I don't even think it's close. For example, I'll break it down for you. Can someone tell me how many goals um, Anthony Martial has this season? Because Darwin Nunez in the Premier League has 11 games played, five goals, two assists. So that's seven contributions in 11 games. What does Anthony Martial have? I'll wait. What's his contributions? In 11, he has seven. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm taking Darwin. And Darwin has missed so much. And Darwin has missed so much. Someone said, Martial, y'all lying. Martial has three goals and two assists. All right, man. Y'all take your Anthony Martial. Y'all take your Anthony Martial. All right, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the football part of the podcast. Um, I want to talk FIFA. What's up with FIFA, boys? Where are we at with FIFA? What are we saying, man? Where are we at with FIFA? Talk to me. 
Um, FIFA 23. Winter Wild has been a fresh of breath air. I like it. Um, this is by far the worst FIFA. I feel like we say this every podcast. Um, um, I feel like we say it every podcast, man. And by the way, everything I do say on the podcast, every time I give my ball knowledge, boys, um, it's not ball knowledge because no one actually has ball knowledge. Um, that's not a real thing. Everyone has opinions and thoughts. Um, but that's why all of us are not managers. We are just people who watched on TV. Because if we knew about football, we would be probably being a manager. But we're not. Um, managers have ball knowledge. We're just people who give opinions. And, um, you know, in my opinion, my opinions are not always good. But I, I watched Darwin Nunez for two seasons. And I've watched Anthony Martial for four or five seasons now. And I personally want to tell you that Anthony Martial is not even 40% of what Darwin is. And you guys might tell me no, but give Darwin two to three years and you guys will understand what I'm telling you and what I'm saying to you. Darwin Nunez is a much better player than Anthony Martial. You can give it time if you want or don't give it time, but you have given Anthony Martial how many years? United fans, how many years has Anthony Martial gotten? Before we move on, how many years has he been there? Be honest with me. Just keep it a stack with me. How many years has he been there? Because he's been there a very, very long time. Nearly six years. You'll see what Darwin will do within six years of being at a club. I promise you guys, you guys can say whatever you want to say about it, but I personally think Darwin Nunez is much, much better um, than Anthony Martial. And he's still only like 22, 23 years old. The kid's incredible. You just got to give it time. I know he's missing a lot of sitters right now, um, but I'm telling you, he's going to come together, man. And when he comes together, y'all are going to be looking back and laughing. Is he ever going to be worth that $100 million price tag? Um, no. But that's also how I know people don't have ball knowledge. Um, Liverpool did not pay $100 million for Darwin. A lot of you guys thought they did, but they don't. And that's why your ball knowledge, you always come at me saying I have no ball knowledge. But your guy's ball knowledge is wrong. The only way it gets to $100 million is if he hits the objectives. But the way he's missing goals, he's not going to get to the objectives. So they're going to end up paying about $64 million to $70 million for Darwin. So it's not even close to that $100 million that everyone is saying. He has to hit objectives to make it $100 million. Um, so before you say they paid $100 million, you got to know the whole stats to it. And it ain't going to be $100 million because he's not going to hit the objectives within this season. Um, I don't know exactly what all the add-ons are, um, but he has to hit add-ons um, to be to get to 100 million. Anyways, um, FIFA love Winter Wild. I think it's a fresher breath air. I wish they did every promo like this, um, but again, the game just needs it's missing something, lads. W or L take it's 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 missing something, man. And I don't know what it's missing. Um, weekend league is so off. Rivals is so off. Even with good promos, it's just it's just missing something, um, and I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's the gameplay's boring, if uh, the same SBCs just over and over. I just don't know what it is, man, and it's sad, man. I do I do think the, um, Winter Wild is fun, and 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 you know it's something it's something cool. I liked it last year. I like it this year, um, but there's really nothing to play for when it comes to. Um, when it comes to FIFA, that's why we don't really talk about it that much, man. Because uh, um, I don't know. Like I said, Winter Wild is a breath, a breath of fresh air, man. But I don't know. It's 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 just a little bit off. Anyways, man. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast, man. Of uh, 
Stick Talk. If you guys did, man, I truly appreciate everything um, you guys do. Thank you for listening to Apple Music, Spotify. Make sure to rate it. Thank you for our sponsors that always take care of us, man. It means a lot. I do want to um, leave you guys real quick um, with with uh, one more uh, quick word from our sponsors. Um, I want to say before the podcast ends, um, uh, R.I.P. to Pele, man. I, I, my, my prayers and thoughts go out to his family. Um, thank you for everything you did for our game. I wasn't blessed enough to watch you, Pele. Um, but I've heard stories and you have brought in families together and people sit around a Chris, at least for my family, we sit around a Christmas party and, and, and you are the conversation, man. You bring generations together and families together. And, and, um, it is, it's, it's a beautiful thing you did for our sport. The man was known around the world. Um, again, I sat down with my wife's family and we talked for about 45 minutes just of Pele, um, and what he meant to her father and, and what he meant to our sport, dude. And, um, you know, Pele was, was, was an awesome person, man. So um, I do, I'm glad Messi won the World Cup, but damn, I wish Pele could have went out seeing Brazil lifted one more time. It would have been a good ending to Brazil's, uh, to, to Pele's life. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go down that way. Messi, the GOAT, had to pick it up. And um, yeah, man, that's the way it goes. So again, man, quick little uh, shout out from our sponsor. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and end the podcast, man. So again, I want to say to you guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Rate us Apple, uh, rate us on Apple Music, Spotify. Um, I'll be back with one more quick word, man. Mod, you guys know what to do. Um, and yeah, man, we'll be right back. RIP to the, to the man himself, the big goat Pele, man. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV. But not the hassle of finding what to watch. Or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill. That's why I cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 channels like comedy central nickelodeon paramount and discovery now y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our tv set up and starting to watch our shows was super super easy with philo speaking of shows never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts commitments or hassle philo allows multiple profiles multiple streams everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams never fight on who gets to pick what to watch easy to use and super easy to sign up watch from your phone your laptop your tv your roco tv your fire stick Apple TV, Samsung, or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money, for less hassle, and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. Hey, man, again, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's podcast of Stick Talk. I appreciate everyone who helps us put this all together. We love you guys, and we will catch you next week for another episode of, of, of the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. R.I.P. to Pele. We love you. God bless you, Pele. And uh, rest in peace, man. Rest easy. We'll see you guys next week.